So our taxi of the week is going to actually be about an accountant who has been convicted, who was recently convicted um, for working as an accountant for basically doing illegal activity. So it's... A, it's <laughs> The accountant was has been charged with college what what they call college admission schemes. All right, so for a period of from 2008 to 2017, which is actually a pretty long time, nine years, this accountant was working for an organization called Counseling. It was Counseling Services, is what they did. And basically, long story short, what this organization was doing was they would um, basically have like parents would pay this owner of the business money to basically bribe coaches to get into, you know, get into specific schools or pay off admission officers and all of those things. Cause you remember a couple of years when there was that whole admission scandal. Do you remember that? Like celebrities mm -hmm. had paid off, yep. like t paid off people. So basically a similar process. Um, but this was the accountant for that business. And so he like <laughs> was charged with, he was charged with like, at least they at least they were smart and got an accountant. Right. But he was charged. He was charged with like invoicing parents for these illegal payments. So basically they would pay the company would pay the bribery charges to the college admission officers or the coaches. And then he would turn around and invoice those costs, you know, invoice the, um, the parents. invoice, the parents. And then he actually claimed that it was like legitimate. Um, I think, I don't remember what he called the charges, but he actually claimed it on, you know, the financial statements of the company, which, you know, per the per the rule of the IRS, you have to, you know, you have to mention all of business related charges, even though they may be illegal. But um, so basically included those in the financial statements. But really, the biggest thing was that the money was, of course, illegally um, was for an illegal activity. Um, and so his charge wasn't actually that big. He's been sentenced, suspended for three years. So I don't know if he's going to have the option to be able to practice again. And then he has to pay a twenty thousand dollar fine. Um, for this, but not the, you know, not as intense, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that becomes important because I mean, when you have a, you know, a professional license, I mean, and I'm assuming if he was suspended for three years, that must've meant he had some type of professional license or whatever. I mean, there are ethics involved with this of like, mm -hmm. Hey, if you know that what you are doing, the accounting for is illegal activity, but you are, you know, changing the verbiage or you're changing the language to disguise illegal activity like right. you're definitely going to get yourself i mean you're going to be in trouble because you know as a licensed professional you have to hold yourself to a higher standard um mm -hmm. and you can't just be like well i didn't know what the money was for i was just invoicing i was just following instructions just like nah it's not gonna fly like, yeah, you know, as as an accountant. And that's why I always tell people, business owners is if you're working with an accountant to where your accountant just does what you say and asks no questions, no type of mm -hmm. verification or documentation for it. You might not be working with somebody who's on the up and up. Um, and so I would definitely up say up. Like somebody like, who is like really legit about it. Like someone, oh, for example, okay, okay. like if you're, because I've seen business owners who, you know, 
business owners who like, hey, I heard this on TikTok or I heard this on Instagram and they'll come back to their accountant or their bookkeeper and say, hey, I heard we can do such and such. And the bookkeeper just does it. And it's just like, no, that's not right. Like (laughs) Your bookkeeper should have told you or your accountant should have told you. Yeah, I know you heard that, but either your business doesn't qualify for that or Mm-hmm. That TikTok video you saw wasn't right. That's wrong. Um, and right. so I think you want to work with someone who is willing to support you and the things that you're trying to do, but also will be able to, you know, hold you accountable to say, hey, I'm not going to do this because number one is it exposes me to potential exactly. um, disciplinary action. And exactly. it also exposes you to disciplinary action. Like, my job is not just to do your books and have a blind eye to it. I mean, part of my job is to help keep you out of trouble as well. Exactly. No, that's a really good point. And actually, now I forgot one last point. This, he can't say that he didn't know what the charges were for because he was basically facilitating both sides of the transaction. So he was char- <laughs> he was he was paying the money to the college uh, college coaches, and it wasn't just for sports; it was also for like SAT, ACT, like. So he, was stuff. The bri- he was so he paying was the bribe. He was paying the bribe, and then he was making and invoicing. The invoicing. <laughs> yes, and then he basically falsified documents that allowed parents to claim these as donations on their tax. Oh return. wow! Yeah, yeah I'm surprised. So, I'm surprised that he just didn't. I mean, I'm surprised that they didn't do more than just suspend. Like, did they give him jail so, time for this? Yes, but he's been released. Like he's super <laughs> supervised for he's been supervised for three years. So I don't know. I guess that's like probation or something. Like so house like arrest or something. Release. I guess so. Yeah, it didn't mention specifics. It just said that he said it's a he said um, three years of supervised release and was ordered to pay twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, because so. once you get into, I mean, once you get into actual lying about what yeah. you're doing, like mm-hmm. that becomes a whole nother, a whole nother crime. It, I mean, it, it's one thing to say, hey, I did this, but then to say, hey, I did this and I and lied I on tax forms about it and yep. I helped other people lie and say these were donations. And it's just like, because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what organization did they donate the money to? Like this, now this you, you, key <laughs> organization, this key worldwide foundation, whatever it's called. So they disguise themselves as maybe some sort of counseling service, some sort of counseling service for students. And so that's how wow. they masked it. And so the parents, I guess, were, I guess the parents were, were saying, claiming that they were writing these payments off as donations because they were maybe putting into whatever services these counseling, this counseling company was offering, but it was all bogus. So. I mean, yeah. I, I would say that is so wrong on every level. I like, I, and, and this will be the last <laughs> thing I say on this because I know we got to wrap this up. But I, I mean, I do think this one is a warning for anyone who's giving to a charitable organization. If you are directly receiving some type of benefit from that organization, then the gift that you're giving, it might not be 100% tax deductible. Like you can only mm. deduct, you know, the the value of whatever you're giving that may not be directly attached to some benefit that you're getting back. Like, say, for example, like if I'm paying for my child to go through some counseling program, like I can't deduct that as a 100 percent tax deduction because my child is receiving a direct benefit attached to the money that I'm giving. So, I mean, if you ever find a situation where where that's happening, like I will say is 
it is a red flag. You definitely need to talk to someone who knows what they're doing so you don't end up getting yourself into trouble. And because I'm sure all of these families that took these as deductions for these nine years, now all of their tax returns have to be amended and they got to go back right. and they got to pay taxes on this. And plus, you know, their child probably got kicked out of school uh, once they found out. So it's like, yeah. you got to pay taxes. You can't get your money back. Your child got kicked out of school and you might actually get in trouble for this to where it's just like, man, this is a mess. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, I guess because they were convicted in 2022. What happens if you've already graduated at that point? Like, do they repeal your do they repeal your admission or your your degree? Like, how do you even handle that? I, I don't know. I mean, I, what I will say is, is that, you know, even if they don't repeal your degree, I mean, I mean, I will say for for the kid, if the kid did not know this was going on and let's say their yeah. parents were doing this without their knowledge or whatever, I would say that's a different situation. But I will say even in that case, I mean, this story will follow you around. I mean, because if you, even if you think about like the big, you know, some of the celebrities that were involved with, you know, the college scandal, I mean. Even the kids think about like their children, like people know who their parents are to where mm -hmm. it's just like that reputation and the weight of that now follows your kid wherever they go. Like if people know that that's your parent, like your parent went to jail for, you know, paying money to get you into certain schools, like yeah. that reputation's going to follow you. So where you may not lose your degree, but you may lose some value of your reputation that you have because of this action. No, that's really good. That's really good. So, no, good point. I think we can wrap it up there. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Until next time.